Blog Talk Radio. And right alongside is uh, Legends Tour player and LPJ professional Cindy Miller, and we are the hosts of uh, the Women of Golf Show. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Ted. We are the hosts. <laughs> that, that's right. That we are the hosts. We are, yeah, we are the hosts with the most. Uh, well, I thought I'd mix it up this year, make, do something a little bit different. You know, always got to get out of the box every once in a while. Um, good morning and welcome, Cindy. As always, always a pleasure to have uh, you here alongside with me. And we were just talking about, just a few seconds ago, uh, before we went live, I said to Cindy, uh, because as most of you may know, if you tune into the show every week, uh, Cindy uh, resides up in the the Buffalo area. And uh, a little earlier, uh, or a little later last year, we were talking, I think, on the show and and off the show a little bit, um, how they hadn't really had any snow yet. But you said uh, yesterday you've, you've been making up for it. Yeah, we got a couple feet yesterday. Yeah, so... And, uh... The kid across the street felt bad for Alan. We've got like a little snowblower, and he had the mammoth bully <laughs> snowblower. And the kid, he said, hang on, Mr. Miller. We don't want you to have a heart attack. I'll come over and do it for you. And no sooner did he do it, and, and he did the whole front sidewalk, and and there was another foot there. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, wow. So, wow. Yeah, well, we for stayed the- put yesterday. Yeah, for those of you that aren't uh, haven't uh, managed to venture up into the Buffalo uh, area, uh, it's it's right in along that uh, part of the what they call the snow belt, and uh, normally uh, Buffalo gets uh, gets quite a bit of uh, snow every season. But for some uh, reason this year, it's been pretty warm, really all over the United States and and uh, even up in Canada and parts. And uh, but uh, it seems to be Mother Nature's coming in full force right now in a lot of areas. So. Um, but, uh, well, I'm glad that your neighbor, na- well, that's very neighborly of your neighbor to, to come over and do that. And yeah, we certainly don't want Alan to, uh, to overextend himself. He, he has to get out there and, and help some, uh, <laughs> help some golfers, uh, improve their game. So he doesn't need to be out shoveling snow. Um, but, uh, again, welcome Cindy, of course, always uh, a pleasure, uh, working with you here. Uh, we got a great guest, uh, coming up here in just a few moments, uh, Bobby Salmon. She's an LPJ, uh, teaching a professional as well as a playing professional. And she's, uh, with over really 30 years of experience uh, as as a tour player and professional golf instructor. We're going to talk to her about uh, a number of different things here in just a little bit. Uh, and she's going to be uh, talking about a, a great uh, product that, that she's involved with, and uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit more. But um, I, I would be remiss, and I know this is not golf-related, but I, I, I have to say this just because I, I watched it last night. I don't know if you're uh, much into the college uh, experience, but uh, last night, of course, was the national championship for for uh, uh, football and of course Alabama the University of Alabama won last night they managed to squeak it out 45-40 against Clemson and I'm going to tell you Cindy it was a close close 
game all the way through. In fact, it looked like Clemson was going to win for a while. But uh, Nick Saban, of course, coach of the University of Alabama, managed to pull it out. So for all my Alabama uh, fans out there and listeners, uh, roll tide. Congratulations. Um, very interesting game. I-, I know you're probably more into the NFL up in the Northeast uh, watching that, but uh, I just had to throw that out there since it was a big game last night. Well, I, C.J. Spiller, who went to Clemson, is a buddy of mine. I give him golf lessons, so I know he's pretty sad this morning. I did watch it, and I and I vaguely remember something happening with Alabama at the end. Yeah, they. they <laughs> yeah, they they uh, they really pulled it out, and and as I said, I, you know, I don't want to get into it because it's uh, a different sport. But I just thought I would mention that it was a big uh, a big game last night, and and they managed to uh, to pull it out, and that was number five win um, as uh, as the coach for uh, Alabama for Nick Saban, and he's one behind Bear Bryant, who was, uh, of course, the winningest coach uh, for Alabama with uh, six uh, national championships. So, uh, again, congratulations to Nick Saban and uh, the University of Alabama. Um, the other thing, too, that uh, I was going to mention, and I just drew a blank. I can't believe that. Um, anyways, it'll, it'll come to me, I'm sure. Um, lots of great things. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Um, last week, if you tune into the show, of course, we had Penny Pauls on the show uh, to start the year off, and uh, we talked about beforehand, you and I, Cindy, about some of the things that are going to be coming up here this season. One of them, of course, we're going to be coming back with um, your series, Own Your Game, and we're going to be focusing on the mental side of things. So I know Cindy's working her magic and getting everything ready for that. Uh, hopefully, in a, in a few weeks, we'll get that started off early February. Uh, and that'll carry over several uh, programs. We'll start the, the show off with that, and then, of course, have a great guest to, to follow it. But, uh, Cindy, I know you're working hard on that, and uh, I'm looking I forward. I am, I am. Yeah. And, and you know and, what and, I would and, like to know? I would like some of our listeners to reach out to tell me what what issues plague them. Uh, it would be great for me to get some feedback rather than just be all one-sided here and give, yeah. give, give, and it might not be something you're interested in learning. So if any of you out there have certain issues that you would like me to discuss, please email me at cindy at cindymillergolf.com. Cindy at cindymillergolf.com. Anything that issues that plague you that you want to know and things that you might want to fix that you just can't figure out. Right, and, and we'll... Uh... I think what we'll do, Cindy, here in in uh, since we've got a few more weeks, is is I know we'll we'll both do this, but uh, I'll I'll get it up on social media as well, uh, and and have them uh, refer to to your email address. Uh, we de- we definitely want to get uh, more audience uh, uh, participation this year. It's great to have some great guests, and 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 for us uh, for City United to talk to them and and share a lot of the information. And I know a lot of people like to just sort of sit back and listen, and that's fantastic. But we really do want to hear from you. Um, so we're, we're going to open up uh, the doors, if you will, and, and uh, try to get you more involved. We're also going to be, uh, and I'm working on some things uh, here on the back end, uh, about having some, some contests uh, with some great uh, gifts and prizes throughout the year that we're going to be uh, running here in, in the next uh, little bit, uh, again, to, to get some more involvement, but also uh, to give you an opportunity some, to win some great guests. So I'm reaching out to some, some folks right now, and I'm going to be doing so uh, here in a couple of weeks, particularly uh, down at the PGA show as well. I want to reach out to a few folks there to see if they can uh, ante up, if you will, some some great uh, gift ideas and things like that um, so that we can uh, offer that to you folks out there uh, listening to the show. Uh, speaking of which, let me just, uh, Cindy, real quick, because I hadn't done this yet, let me just remind everybody very quickly. Uh, I know, obviously, if you're here, you know how to get here. 
um, but just tell everybody, remind everybody about the show. Um, we are live every Tuesday mornings from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, all you need to do is go to blogtalkradio.com and up in the search key type women of golf, or you can just do the full link, uh, uh, blogtalkradio.com forward slash women of golf, and that will take you to the main page uh, of the program. And of course, during the live broadcast from 9 to 10, uh, that the main show is at the top of the page. Uh, but for some reason, if you're not able to uh, join us uh, during the live broadcast. It's not a problem. Uh, the shows are all auto-recorded, so you can just go to that link and uh, scroll down. You'll see the on-demand section, and all of the previously aired shows, including today's show, uh, will be there right at the top. So you can just go through and pick uh, whichever one that maybe you've missed uh, in the past, or maybe you want to review it and listen to it again. There's lots of great guests that have been on the show, and uh, as mentioned, uh, Sinise had some great, uh, great tips and things like that along the way as well. So uh, always glad to join us. And we are also available through iTunes. For those of you that use iTunes, go to iTunes.com. Under the podcast section, again, just type Women of Golf, and that will take you there as well uh, to the show. Um, if you want to speak to us, as Cindy was just mentioning, if you want to call into the program or, or speak to us or, or any of the guests that come on, you can do so by calling 347-945-5855. That's 347-945-5855. And uh, always glad to, if you reach out to either Cindy or I, uh, again, Cindy uh, is hoping that you'll reach out to her and give her some great ideas and thoughts or maybe any comments that you'd like for uh, future discussions. Uh, you can reach out to her at Cindy at CindyMillerGolf.com. And uh, you can also reach out to me as well, Ted.GolfTalkLive at gmail.com. And I'm always uh, happy to, uh, to help you as well. Uh, as I mentioned, we've got a great guest this morning uh, going to be joining us here real shortly. Uh, her name is uh, Bobby Salmon. And as I mentioned, she's an LPGA teach professional with over 30 years' experience as a touring player and professional golf instructor. Uh, she has competed in four British Opens, uh, two U.S. Opens, and two LPGA Championships. She's played in Europe, Asia, and most recently on the LPGA Senior Tour, which is also the, uh, referred to as the Legends Tour. And uh, you know that because we've had Jane Blaylock uh, many times on the program. Uh, her teaching experience includes national appearances, speaking engagements, clinics, and professional golf associations, and she has been recognized as one of the top 50 uh, teacher professionals in the U.S. by Golf for Women magazine. Uh, she specializes in simplifying golf, a philosophy exemplified by her invention, a simple yet uh, powerful solution addressing the most common mistakes made while putting, and we're going to talk to her uh, about that as well, and that is the uh, steady head, which is something that, was, uh, that she invented. So um, we'll talk to her. Uh, in just a few moments here. Um, Cindy, what are you looking forward to uh, this year, most of all, for uh, for golf in general? What would you really like to see uh, happening uh, on the ladies' tours? I haven't even thought of that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I, just, I just got elected uh, president of the LPGA for the Northeast, and I'm looking forward to helping grow the game Mm-hmm. through helping grow the LPGA teaching division. We've got our executive committee meetings uh, Friday, the 29th of January, where I'm going to find out all the scoop of what's going on with between the tour and the LPGA foundation and the LPGA teaching and club professional division. So that should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just like to see more people trying to learn how to play the game and enjoying it for whether it's for fellowship or building relationships to build businesses or family time or husband and wife hangout time or whatever the reason might be. Yeah, that's that's a great point. There's lots of, you know, um, just to clarify for, for those of you tuning into the broadcast, 
you know, a lot of people are mis, uh, sort of under the misnomer that, you know, golf is, is, is purely just a competitive sport. Uh, and, you know, and if you're somebody that wants to be competitive, that's a great thing. But you don't necessarily have to do it for competition. It's a great social um, uh, a game as well. Uh, great for, for couples. Um, couples want to uh, travel. It gives them uh, another, uh, another thing that they can do together and have a lot of fun. It, it's some great quality time. Uh, great for, for business, Cindy, as you mentioned as well. And that reminds me, Cindy, well, we just have a few moments here uh, before Bobby joins us. I just remembered now one of the other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, you've got some boot camps coming up here, uh, one, I believe, up in February and one in April. Uh, remind the f- good folks about that if they're interested in, in getting involved. Yes, uh, boot camps. Both of these boot camps will be held at Orange County National in Orlando, home of the Demo Day for the uh PGA Merchandise Show, and also the PGA Tour Qualifying School, Orange County National in Orlando. The first school is February 14th to the 18th. There's only a couple spots open. And the second school is April 6th to the 10th uh, this year, and there's only one spot open there. Oh, okay. So So they're going... If you are really, yeah, if you're dedicated, committed, serious about getting better, uh, this golf school would be for you. We will be creating some golf schools that we wouldn't call boot camp, but um, right. this one's not, I mean, it's not really a golf vacation. It's a golf, I want to make myself better, and I'm willing to look in the mirror and see what I need to about myself and really, really improve. What, um, what, what uh, I mean, I know we don't have a lot of time, obviously, but um, and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but um, give us just a sort of a, a general overview of what people, folks that, that are going to be attending uh, the boot camps, what they can expect they can expect to uh, – what here's what we're going to offer for the Own Your Game Academy online or on the radio show. We're going to allow you to take some assessments, some personal assessments to find out whether you – how do you learn? Are you audio, visual, or kinesthetic? Mm-hmm. We're going to allow you to take some behavior assessments to find out if you – uh, like to fire at pins and you're competitive or you prefer to lay up and just the ball in the middle of the fairway and and not go for things, we're going to help you find out if those are the wisest decisions for you. So depending on your behavior style, that will help us determine whether or not you should go for pins and to make quality decisions. And then the next thing we're going to do is offer you the opportunity to take a mental golf profile to find out, you know, how good are you at focusing? Are you um, able to make decisions on your own? Are you able to control your emotional state? Uh, Or do you get really ticked off? And sometimes what we do is we make a decision and we go for things and it probably wasn't the best decision and then we get ticked off and then we're so fired up, we hit the next shot out of bounds. So we're going to try to help you control all that. Uh, at boot camp, what we do is we play every afternoon. So my husband, Alan, and I happen to be the only married couple in the world that have played on all four major tours. And mm. and we go with you while we're out there, and we say, okay, so where are you going now? And what are you doing? Right. And how far do you think it is? And what's the wind doing? And what's your smartest play from this? shots, you know, and help you make better decisions. And sometimes it's just becoming aware of, wow, I had no idea I was supposed to think that thought. So it really, really helps people lower their scores by being probably the most comprehensive game improvement program you've ever been to. 
Very good. And I know, uh, as you mentioned, in February, you've got a couple of spots uh, left open and just one spot left for, for the April uh, boot camp. So for those of you that may be tuning into the show that uh, would like to uh, attend one of uh, um, the Own Your Game boot camps, uh, we'll, we'll replay that information uh, before we, we close off again today. And uh, we'll let you know how you can get in touch with Cindy if you're interested in doing that. But uh, I see that Bobby is, is with us now. So let me just do a very quick uh, I've already done the, the general introduction, but let me just do another quick introduction here, Cindy, and then we'll bring her on and have some great discussion with Bobby this morning. Uh, as I mentioned, Bobby uh, Salmon is a, uh, an LPJ uh, teaching professional. She's also a player as well. Uh, she's competed in four British Opens, two U.S. Opens, and two LPJ Championships. Uh, she's played over in Europe, Asia, and most recently on the uh, LPJ Senior Tour, which is also, as I mentioned, no, um, notably as the uh, uh, Legends Tour. So without uh, further hesitation, let me bring on uh, Bobby Salmon. Good morning, Bobby. Hey, Cindy. How are you, dear? Good morning. Good. You got up really early today. <laughs> oh, at 4 o'clock every morning is when I get my best work done, so no problem. Well, are you kidding um, me? Wow. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's Yeah, I like to get up early. like to watch the sun come up, so it's it's a good thing. Okay. Well, well good for you. Well, Bobby... Uh, <laughs> Bobby, this is Ted, and I just want to say welcome to the show as well. And um, I just had a couple of quick questions here, and then we're going to get into because I know you want to talk about uh, a great training uh, device that you're uh, uh, here to talk about this morning and, of course, some other things. But I just wanted to ask you something. Uh, Cindy and I were talking about, um, you know, what we're looking forward to this season and that. Uh, as a teacher professional uh, who's also uh, a player as well, you have a, a unique um, insight, if you will, to both sides of it. If you were working with a, a, a tour player, and, and any tour, it doesn't really matter, um, if you were working with a tour player, and let's say you um, were getting ready to, to advise them in preparation going to that final day uh, on the tournament, uh, what would you advise them, if anything, and uh, what, w- would there be any tips that you might give them uh, in preparation for the final round? You know, I think listening to the last part of what Cindy was talking about with her boot camp and all, and it, I, I really believe and that golf is it's it's becoming too technical. It's becoming too, yeah. you know, it's it's scientific, and everybody's out there trying to find. You know, there's not a magic bullet. It, it's about what's in your heart. It's about what you control in your emotions. It's about you. It, it's, you know, if you can control your emotions. You can control your game to some to some degree, but so I mean, I would advise people, and I think that's the way I always played golf. I might not have been the greatest technical player in the world, but you've just you know you got to dance with who brung you. You got to get it around the golf yeah. course, and some days are better than other days, ball striking and whatnot. But you just have to keep going forward, and that's tough for a lot of people. You know, you practice so much, and you're expecting this level of perfection that it's just it's not about that. You know, it, it, and, and that's a that's a, a great point. And Bobby, let me ask you this sort of a follow up to that because you you actually mentioned something that I I agree with wholeheartedly. I think that the golf industry there's a lot of great information, a lot of great technology that's being introduced, and uh, of course uh, everybody will see that that that's going down to the PGA merchandising show here in a couple of weeks. Um, but I agree with you. I think that there's a lot of information that's being um, relayed to the students in today's uh, instruction, and I think it's become very confusing for a lot of them. I mean, it's great information for us as instructors to have that uh, little tidbit, if you will, 
but I think sometimes it's being relayed uh, or transferred, if you will, to the students, and they're not as as up on this information as, as maybe we are, and they're becoming very confused at it. Do you think that, that one of the problems with today's instruction uh, or the direction it's been going here lately is that they're trying to put everybody in the same box as opposed to uh, tapping into their own natural talents? Absolutely. I mean, and that's and I really do believe we talk so much about the golf industry and <clears throat> excuse me what what the issues are and people are leaving golf. I really think people are getting too intimidated to to take a lesson right. and play golf because it's not about teaching them to go out and have fun on the golf course. It's you know, can you get the club in this per- position you know compared with tiger woods i mean that that's insane we all do things differently all you have to do is look at all the the tour players and Mm -hmm. see you know everybody is different but i I absolutely agree with you that we're all we're you know not we quite a few people are trying to squeeze everybody into the same box and it, it that's why people are getting frustrated and leaving the game i think yeah, I, I I agree with that as well. And there was recently a, a, a great inter- interview on the uh, the Golf Channel with uh, with of course Mr. Palmer, uh, Mr. Nicholas Trevino, and of course uh, Gary Player, and they talked about uh, a little bit about that very thing. It was just a few, I think probably within the last month, if I'm not mistaken, it was on there. And I didn't get a chance to see all of it, but I watched uh, a good portion of it. And and they did talk a little bit about that. And if you look at those four gentlemen as an example, um, they all uniquely had different swings. Um, different Absolutely. ways of appro- approaching the game. And yet today, when you look at a lot of the tour players, uh, unless you're very familiar with each player, it's almost like watching the same person. Uh, there's very few exceptions, Jim Furyk being one uh, on the male side, but uh, most of them, it's almost like watching a robot out there hitting the golf shots. And there doesn't seem to be as much uniqueness anymore um, uh, among the tour players. Do you, do you think that's uh, that's true as well? Oh, sure. Yeah, I... I I've... I believe that, and and you know you look and you can make the argument. Well, look at the scores. You know these guys mm-hmm. are just shooting these phenomenal scores. But look at the golf courses. I, I mean, basically right. they play on, you know, a sponge for a green that, you know, yeah. I mean they can just fire at the pin and and it, it's it's different. I mean the equipment's different, the courses are different, but I think we really have lost a lot of the personality out there that it's and 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 the other side of that is I guess when you're talking about these millions and millions of dollars that they're playing for I mean I I felt that a little bit on the LPGA tour where you know when I went out and was playing on the senior tour it was it was just so much easier and and more fun out Mm. there because it wasn't that you know everybody's looking for that million dollar endorsement and and the person right. is so big today in the competition and and you know I think money's changed it as well I'm not yeah yeah I I agree Cindy Cindy you agree with that right I mean I I think we've heard that many times with with some of the great ladies that we've had on the show over the last couple of years um uh, talk about that very same point that now that they're on the the legends tour um, there just seems to be a more relaxed atmosphere, and, and of course, you've played on that uh, quite a bit as well. Do you agree with that? It's more relaxed than when you were on the LPJ. Well, definitely, because you're not trying to prove anything to anybody except maybe yourself. Um, golf is a business, and and mm. here's the point: um, the people on the tour are the best in the world. They live for that. That's yeah. their only thing. I mean. 
they are their only inventory. And the rest of the world, here's the good news about golf. It's a participation sport. And here's Mm -hmm. the bad news about golf. It's a participation sport. So I happen to teach at a facility that allows anyone to teach a lesson who wants to. So there are people that are, are getting paid to give a golf lesson who aren't qualified to do so because they believe they know enough to help. I mean, golf is the game that the committee of they yeah. can make you crazy. So when you have people trying to give help to people uh, who aren't qualified to do so, and people tend to listen to them because they're in so much pain because they can't hit the ball because they think they got to do what Jordan Spieth does, yeah. I mean, you're just asking for pain. So... That's the reason. On the other hand, the the reason, you know, we all get to make a living at golf is because it's a participation sport because people want to play. Yeah. So those of us who help the amateurs, you know, if it's easier for them to play, they're going to have more fun, and we need to understand their reason for playing. It might be, you know, we've got a guy who brings his son every week, and Cal does not care about golf. At all. Right. I mean, he'll hit five balls, walk away, and I look at his dad and I go, you know what? He doesn't really <laughs> care. He goes, I don't care. I just want a golf partner when he gets to be 15. Right. So that's the dad's reason for bringing the son who loves to come, but don't make me hit three buckets of balls while I'm here because I could care less. <laughs> and that's okay. Right. Right. And and, and that's true. You, you You know, that's something that – um, that's also a danger as well for, for uh, some of the younger players out there. There's some that you probably can't get them off the, the golf course, and there's others that, like you said, couldn't care less. So it's kind of a balancing act. And I, and I agree with, uh, with both points, but uh, I also agree, uh, Bobby, with what you said at the very beginning is, you know, really the, the whole process is, is really to make it fun for people to play. And I think if they do, um, they'll stick around a lot longer. And, and by introducing them at an early age, uh, you know, gives them an opportunity to make a choice whether that's something they want to pursue, whether it be at a professional level or just out having a, a good time with some friends or, or a, a partner or something like that down the road. Um, but the idea is ultimately we have to make it fun for them and inviting and not uh, so intimidating. Um, Cindy, I know that uh, we want to give her an oppor- uh, Bobby an opportunity to talk about uh, a great product that she's involved with. So uh, I'll let you go ahead yeah, and, and start. Yeah, I, I went online and I looked at Steadyhead. Um, the only question I have, so why don't you tell us about Study Head, and then I'll ask you the question. Well, um, I said earlier that I don't believe in a lot of training aids, <clears throat> excuse me, and everything, and, and I don't because, again, all this technical mumbo-jumbo is, I think, getting just a little bit out of hand. But steady head, I mean, my approach to golf has always been the simplicity of it and and awareness You know, you've got to know, I'm self-taught, I've never had a lesson, and you've got to know what you're doing to be able to fix yourself. I mean, it it helps to have a second set of eyes, obviously, and Mm -hmm. that's where this this steady head, I I would give putting lessons, and people would say, you know, what am I doing? I said, you're moving your head. No, I'm not. I said, trust me, you're moving your head. So (laughs) your brain hears that, but you, you don't really hear it. So you've got you figure out it must be your stroke, it must be the putter, it must be something else. 
So I've been working, I've got another training aid that I don't have out yet. I'm, I've been working on it. I'd been working on that for a year, and I went home one night after a putting lesson, and I thought, well, how silly. Just get a pair of glasses with a laser on it, and you can see how much mm. you move in your head. So that's exactly what I did. I assumed that there were like 50,000 different products out there like this, and, and there wasn't. But um, I, I've made, you know, I've developed this thing. We've got it manufactured, and it's it's really going like gangbusters because I tell you, if I can put it on your face, I mean, people will sit there and look at it, and they go, oh, yeah, okay, that's nice. And I said, well, just, just try it. And when they put it on, they are absolutely dumbfounded how much their head moves. I uh, just went to the National Collegiate Conference in Vegas, and I had all these collegiate coaches come by. And the same thing, they would look at it and go, oh, yeah, that's interesting. I said, well, just try it. And, and I mean, everybody's eyes get big, and they're like, you've got to be kidding me. And I said, nope. I mean, this is proof. So, again, it's about self-awareness. I don't have to tell you now your head is moving. You can see it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you're so your question so is, loudly, then, I don't hear what you say. say okay, say so that my again. Que- well, I've got two questions. Are you going to the PGA show to sell them? Do you have somebody distributing Absolutely. them? Or are you trying to uh, get them to the end user by yourself? No, no, no. I've got. I'm going to the PGA show. I've got a booth, twelve ninety two. Please come and visit. It's in the new product zone. Um, I'm I really will. excited about it. Uh, Kingdom Magazine featured me in the magazine this this issue, and um, which is uh, Arnold Palmer's magazine, which is a wonderful thing. And you know, there I, I've just gotten a, a lot of wonderful feedback. I've not had anybody that's gotten this thing that that has not come back and said, "Wow, it has really cut strokes off of my score." Because again, this awareness once you are, you know, and and for me also, I mean, I believe that you you've got to you've got to play in a quiet mind. You you can't be thinking technical. You can't be thinking about what your lesson was, about what your stroke is. It, it when you're focused on that light, the laser, the dot on the ball, that's all your mind can think about, and it, it just really settles your mind. But the fascinating thing when I got the first prototype back. I realized as I was using it in my kitchen floor, I had gotten to the point, seriously, I couldn't make a two-foot putt. I mean, I couldn't even hit the hole. And so you start getting yippy, and I think as we get older, the older you get and the more disappointments you've had, the, right. the more it plays on your mind. So I realized that I was not rotating my head down the line like I should. We tend to all look up out of our posture, and my eyes were way out to the right. So that... That part of the the steady head, it does three things. It gets your eyes over the ball because now the laser, you know where your eyes are. It trains you to look down the line like you should. So when I'm standing over a putt, I I just see it trains your imagination. I see that red line going to the hole. I mean, it's it's just like putting on a chalk line for me. So it, it really is a very powerful, simple training aid. Fantastic. So let me ask you between left and right eye dominance and linear and nonlinear, I personally do not have my eyes over the ball because I cannot see the line with my right eye being dominant. So is it possible to use this if your eyes are inside the line 
Absolutely. As long as you That's train why. your eyes to look the right way down the line instead of across the line. Yes. That's why I made it adjustable. So the laser on the glasses is adjustable to 30 degrees. Okay. So oh, okay. if you, so what I like people to do is to take their normal putting setup. Now, if it's, uh-huh. if it's a new beginner and they're, you know, five miles away from the ball or whatever, we can adjust it some. Right, but if you right, take right. your normal setup, you can then you adjust the light to to point on the ball. So it's it's not once again just like I teach people. I don't believe in you know reinventing the wheel. We're not trying to change things. We're just trying to get the things that you have and make them better and make you aware of what you're doing. So yes, you can you can adjust it. So you don't have to have your eyes directly over the ball. Perfect. I'm in. I'll be over. I'll buy a bunch. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, it. Come on. I, I'm I'm serious. They are. They really, really, really. Um, I I and I I'm so proud of it just because it it it's just the simplest idea in the world. But I just I, I get so excited when I keep hearing about everybody comes to me and they and and they really you know Bobby I I had my best round today. I'm not three putting anymore, and it, it's just it's not the technical aspect of it, it's the awareness aspect, and that's what I really like. Perfect. So yeah. how did you find out how to get them manufactured and all that other good stuff? Well, that's I, not easy. you know, uh, no, it, it's been quite a little process. I've been through several <laughs> prototypes, which I laughed at. The first one, when I talked to my guy in China, um, I said, you know, I just want this kind of sexy little frame with a laser on it, and they sent me this pair of Drew Carey glasses. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> are you kidding me? What part is this? Is not exact. So, so it's been, it, you know, it's been quite a process. But I'm very fortunate that uh, one of my members out here uh, in the desert at Palm Valley Country Club has worked in China for years and years and years, and has helped me with contacts over there. So I, I and, and you're right, Cindy. I, I would. That's why I've, I've invented several things, but I never knew how to take it to the next level because it just it's like, well, what do you do? And I'm just I'm very blessed that I've got some wonderful people in my life that have kind of directed me to where I need to go, and and uh, so it, it's great. But um, well, I've, that's I've got good because it. I've got all kinds of ideas, but it's like, yeah, how do you get it to the next level? It's just it's very difficult. Yeah, yeah I tough. think I was going to say I think we're all in the same boat. I think it's you know we can all come up with some great ideas, but being able to implement them is not always easy. I'm sorry, Bobby, go ahead. No, no, I, and I, that's that's exactly right. And there were several times where, you know, it, it you get frustrated and, and things you have to kind of take take a step back and everything. And and um, but it, it's you you get around the right people and and again I say I just feel so blessed that I I'm, I'm surrounded by some wonderful people now that have have kind of pointed me in the right direction so I'm kind of free to to do my inventing thing while they're handling the uh, uh some of the other aspects of it so it's great that's perfect perfect yeah now how long has it been on how long have you had this on the market you know, we we're still basically in our beta test. So I I came out with this um, 
back in let's see when what where are we yeah the end of the summer so it it's been okay. it's been you know several months and the website is up and running and uh I think that's you know I think I've got a nice website that just explains the product and but we're going to do the official launch at the PGA show and I I'm again I'm real excited I ran for the first few months a special for teaching professionals and um coaches and everything because I, I really want to get get it in their hands. I mean, the, they're my salespeople right. too, but that, those are the people that really can can push the product and, and see how well it is. And, I mean, it would help. I've, I've had a lot of LPGA, you know, teachers call me and go, God, Bobby, this is great. Thank you. And my next little venture, I'm hoping to uh, work on a junior steady head so we can get these hmm. in the little kids' hands as well because – you know, little kids, they they uh, they don't care. They have no fears. They don't do anything. But uh, a couple of the teaching professionals have said the kids just love them because, you know, that's their little laser light, and they have a great yeah. time with it. So <laughs> I think it would really help younger kids as well to, to realize how much they're dancing around when they're trying to putt. Right. Absolutely. And I- yeah, and I think as as we said earlier, I think that you know the younger you can get them, uh, you know, in involved and and get them trained right, if you will, and, and learning the proper techniques. Um, I think the more fun they'll have as as time goes on. Um, um, now you mentioned you have a website. What's the uh, what's the website uh, for those that might be uh, interested after the show going to, to check out the product? It's uh, com and that's steadyheads. S-T-E-A-D-I instead of Y, steadyheadputting.com. Okay, very good. And you're, you said you're going to be down at the, at the PGA show here in a couple of weeks. Uh, boost number 1292, is that correct? 1292, sure. I would love for people to come in and see us. and um, it would, I'm just terribly excited about it, and I know it's going to be three days of madness, so I'm looking forward yeah. to it. <laughs> Yeah, it's all it's always interesting, uh, that's for sure, down at the PGA show. But um uh it, it sounds like a, a fantastic product. I'm gonna certainly investigate a little bit more and when I'm down at the PGA show, I will definitely as well as Cindy uh, make a point of, of coming by the booth and and uh, and having a look in that. Um let me ask you something, just I, I wanna jump back to um to the teaching side of things just a little bit. Um what are some of the things that you do, Bobby, to to really help your students to have fun? You you emphasized that in the beginning of the conversation about really trying to make it fun for people. What are some things that you try to do yourself uh, or you would encourage other teaching professionals that might be uh, also tuning in today, this morning, um, to, to try and, you know, let their students have fun? How, how do you go about that? Well, I think, you know, the first thing is during a lesson or you you can't intimidate people. I mean, and, and I, I think that has a lot to do with your personality as well. I mean, it's like anything. I don't I don't think any of us teachers you put a box of us together, and you know we've all got basically the same skills. But it's your personality, it's your approach, it's how you treat people. And I, I've been fortunate that I think everybody I've given lessons to says, God, I you know it it just was so much fun. You know, right. so you've got to encourage them. You've got to stay away from, you know, trying to get too technical with them where they, mm. you know, they totally turn off and they go, oh, I can't do this. And then I encourage people to, you know, to go out and play. You have to play golf to play. Right. And I would, you know, even some of my beginners, I go, look, if you've got to go out and tee it up 
on every shot, go out and tee it up. I mean, you're not playing in a tournament. You're not, you know, you're, we're trying to get you to get the ball airborne and going forward so you'll want to keep doing it. You know, there's nothing worse than somebody going out there just rolling the ball on the ground. Um, so I, I encourage people, and I encourage them to play with friends of theirs who are golfers so they can learn by watching. And that that's how I taught myself to play golf. I, I mean, I was basically on-the-job training. I just I would go out and I would just imitate what people did, and I'd pay attention to, you know, how they move around the golf course and everything else. So there, there's that aspect of the game, I think, is really just being left behind. And it, it's all about being on the practice range with these video cameras and all this stuff instead of getting people on the golf course and, and putting them in real-time situations. So, you know, I, I just encourage people to, you know, I do wine and rules. And, I mean, any anything that you can get to to pair golf with something that's fun for them. And I also, that's the other thing, is just try to, I, you know, I ask them, do you play tennis, do you ride or whatever, and and try to make a connection with whatever else they do, so they feel comfortable about what they're out there doing. Right. Uh, yeah. And that's an, and Cindy talked about that earlier. Um, you know, she has her boot camps uh, throughout the year, and and that's really one of the things too that you, Cindy, uh, you mentioned as well that you try to get your students. Uh, certainly, you, you have to have some range or you, some some tea time, but you try to get them fairly quickly out into the uh, playing situation. Correct. You have to. That's you know, it's called, you know, play golf. Right. Not work at golf. <laughs> right. Well, you know, and I'm I'm so bizarre. I mean, I, I've had all these crazy ideas and I've decided that, you know, if I win the billion dollar lottery, which I'm sure you know I'm going to that right. I mean, I believe there should be learning facilities. I mean, there should be courses that you that you learn on. It, it, because golf is, is there's way too much money out there, and and Cindy, you know as well as I do, we're at courses where, you know, playing lessons we have to do them basically at you know eight o'clock at night when there's nobody around, and so I I really would love to. I've always wanted to build my own facility that just had a small driving range but had practice holes around it because you you've got to learn to play. On a golf course, you cannot learn to play on a driving range. Yeah. And, and you know, right. when you first start out, you've got to be able to move the ball forward. That That's without saying. But you've, you've got to get your students off that driving range as quick as you can to get them. You know, I, we all know plenty of great driving range players. Well, what's yeah. the difference? You know, there's no there are no um, consequences on the driving range. But when you put them on the golf course, all of a sudden they freak out. So, again, it's not about the technical part. It's about their, their, what's going on mentally with them. So that, that's what I try to work so much with, what, what's going on in people's heads. Yeah, and, and that, that's a great point. Um, you know, because one of the problems, as you said, with, with uh, doing some of the playing lessons is you, a lot of times you have to do it when the, you know, when the course is a little more bare in order to be able to do it effectively because, you know, you, it, it, there's nothing worse than you're trying to do, a, you know, a, implement a playing lesson and you've got, you know, people on the course as well that want to just play and you've got to stop or you've got to, you know, find a situation where you're not holding anybody else up. So it, it can be very difficult for some to do that in, in certain situations. So I think it's a fantastic idea and I, and I wish, you know, this is one thing that I think that the industry, as you said, there is a lot of money that's going around and it just seems, and, and, and I'm not 
you know, I'm not trying to bash the industry, but I think sometimes some of that money could be better spent uh, in doing, as you suggested, maybe creating facilities where, you know, you do certainly have a practice facility uh, as a range, if you will, but uh, maybe some holes that are designed specifically uh, that the instructors can use to get the, their students out there playing uh, without really holding up anybody else. I think that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, we 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 need a learning facility. I mean, we've right. got you know most most sports. You, you how are how are you going to learn to play if you you know you've got people behind you yelling, "Hurry up, get out of the way!" and that intimidates right. them, you know, right off right. the bat. So I, I try to put people in a in a very comfortable situation where they can be out there and you know get a little confidence before you throw them to the wolves to the you know to the real life right. golf course. <laughs> yeah, that's that's well, true. Well, you've got a great facility with your par three golf course so do you take down out in palm springs um tell us about what you do with the people out there well i've you know i i'm again so grateful in the season that uh i'm busier than busy i work seven days a week out here and and i do i'm at a beautiful facility we've got 36 holes in one of our golf courses we call it challenge course and it's mostly par threes a few par fours but the thing with the challenge course, and, and this, again, is where, as instructors, you'll, you know, find a little humor in this, is our ladies' nine-holers, which are usually your beginners and all, mm. we make them play on the little challenge course. On the little challenge course, there's water on every hole but two. <laughs> so wow. they go through quite a few golf balls, you know. And, and I, I tell all my new students, hey, if you can learn to play on this course, you can play anywhere. So yeah. as great as it is, uh for a small course, it is. It is. That's why we call it the challenge course. I mean, it's very, very challenging, and and water intimidates most people. So, it's it's not. Um, I, again, I kind of laugh that we put our little newbies out there on the hardest golf course we have. But uh, you know, but it does give me a, a great. I, a lot of times, I I live here on my golf course, and I just bring them right out to one of my holes in front of my house, and. We just practice hitting balls over the water. You know, I, I will just I just set up at a hundred yards and I make them hit balls over the water till they get it over the water. Because then, you know, now they've got that nice positive picture in their head that they know they can do it. So th- that Absolutely. helps me. Yeah. Well, and and I think sometimes, um, Bobby, it's good to um, you know sort of throw them into the to the, to the shark pond, if you will. Uh, right off the bat, because I think, as you said earlier, you know, one of the problems is if they're spending too much time on the range where the conditions are perfect, uh, you know, for every shot and there's really, there's no difficulty there, then when they get out on the golf course and suddenly there's, you know, there's a, a small lake or a pond or, or you know, multiple bunkers uh, lining the fairway, it's very intimidating because now visually they, they, they don't know how to adjust for that because they're so used to, you know, hitting balls on a range where there really isn't a lot of obstacles to uh, to take a look at. And uh, so I think getting them out on a golf course. So I, I like the idea that you've got a challenge course like that. I think, and, and uh, you know, it, it's, it is intimidating, but at the same time, it's a great learning tool as well. Oh, it, it's the best. Like I said, if, if, if you can learn to play on this little course, you can go anywhere and not ever have to worry about it. So. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be a champion at over going over water. Um, uh, yeah. Bobby, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for joining us this morning. And, and uh, we're going to give you an opportunity again here to um, let the folks know, number one, about uh, Steadyhead, where they can go to get more information about that. We'll remind them again, of course, 
uh, about the PGA Show, uh, but also if they want to get in touch with you, if, uh, those that might be out in your area that are, are listening or maybe traveling to uh, are planning to travel uh, out your way, uh, how they can go about getting in touch with you. Sure. Um, they can just uh, call my cell. That's kind of like my little business line. So um, they can also, I've got my number on the website as well, so they can contact me through there, or I'm at Palm Valley Country Club in Palm Desert, California. And um, you can get my cell number out there, or I can give it to you now. It's sure. 407-310-9104. So um, I look forward. I have a lot of students from outside. That We're a private club, but I, I teach mm-hmm. a lot of students from outside as well. So would love to hear from anybody that needs the help. And, uh, and, and thank you so much for today. I really appreciate it. it it's nice to uh, just be able to chat, too, and Cindy and mm-hmm. I have a caught up for a while so it, it's it's nice so i appreciate that very much well we're, we're glad thank you and let me know what the deal was for the teaching pros i didn't hear that so i would love to know what the scoop is for the getting a cup uh at least a prototype of the steady head because i'm definitely interested yeah we're doing cindy we're doing uh you know and and it has gone off special but today i mean for you i'll be more than happy since you didn't know anything about it we've got they're 129 on the website, but for the teaching pros and all, um, I'll, yeah. I'll sell them to the teaching pros for $60 plus shipping and handling. So just if you just email me or let me know uh, what you need, and I, and I can ship them out to you. Okay, great. Thank you. Perfect. You're and, very and welcome. Just- and just very quickly again, uh, the, the website link for those that want to, uh, after the show, maybe want to go and check that out. Uh, what is the web uh, address again? That's steadyheadputting.com, www.steadyheadputting.com, S-T-E-A-D-I, putting.com. Perfect. And uh, you're going to be, uh, as I recall, you're going to be at booth number 1292 uh, down at the PJ Merchant. Yeah, 1292, and that's from mm-hmm. January 27th to the 29th, so that's coming up real real quick here. So for those of you uh, that are going to be attending the PGA Merchandising Show here in, in just a little over uh, a week, um, you want to go and check out booth uh, 1292 and uh, and get a great look at uh, this uh, product, Steadyhead, that, uh, that Bobby is talking about this morning. Bobby, thank you very much uh, for coming on. You always, um, always have an open invitation to come back anytime uh, and, uh, and join in the conversation. We would love to have you back, and we really appreciate you giving of your time this morning. Well, I, I so appreciate it. Thank you as well, and, and uh, I, I, thanks for the, the show. I mean, it, I think it's a wonderful thing where we've got an opportunity to kind of chat and have people listen to, you know, how we feel about golf as well. Just, you know, right. not out there trying to teach somebody golf, but how our feelings are about it. So thanks very much. It, it's a it's a, a great thing you're doing. Well, we well, appreciate it. Yeah, Cindy and I enjoy doing it, and and I can't think of a better uh, person to have alongside me than Cindy Miller. I mean, she's a lot of fun, and she's just a very knowledgeable uh, woman about the game, and and has a lot of great uh, stories and insight to share as well. Um, so it it it's a win win situation all the way around. Um, Bobby, again, thank you very much for joining us. Good luck down at the PGA Merchandising Show in a couple of weeks, and uh, much continued success uh, uh, both on and off the golf course. Great, thanks very much. Y'all stop in and see me. All right, we will we'll do. Thank Thanks, you, Bobby. All right. Okay, honey. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay, that was our very special guest, uh, Bobby Salmon, of course, uh, LBJ teaching and playing professional. 
And uh, again, make sure that you go down to the PJ Merchandising Show for those of you that are attending and visit her at uh, booth number 1292. And uh, she'll be more than happy to talk about her uh, uh, putting aid, the uh, steady head. Um, Cindy, I, we, I, I wanted to do this in such a way so we could have a few more minutes here uh, before we, we cut off and uh, give you an opportunity again to remind everybody. I know there's only a few spots open, but to remind everybody about the boot camps uh, coming up here in the next couple of months. Um, how they can go about getting in touch with you and, and, uh, and joining in on that. Uh, they email me, Cindy, at cindymillergolf.com. So I would like to hear from you if you are interested in uh, going to boot camp, February 14th to the 18th at Orange County National, or April 6th to the 10th, again, at Orange County National Golf Club in Orlando. It's four days. A uh, single person is $2,500. Your room for four nights is included. If you and everything else is included, and if by chance you um, live there and you want to commute, we have a commuter price as well. So let me know that. Um, the maximum ratio is four to one, so okay. you, there's only eight people that get to go, and both Alan and I teach. Uh, so if you're interested, let me know. And then the second thing I'd like to know is if you. Um, we're creating the Own Your Game Academy, which is going to start February 2nd. I think that's the first. Yeah, um, I believe that's right. Tuesday in uh, February. We would like to know what you would like to know. So I really would like to hear from you. What issues plague you, uh, drive you crazy? What are you trying to solve in your own golf game? And we would love to discuss them. So email me at cindy at cindymillergolf.com and we will try to answer all your issues. Yes, that would be fantastic. And, and something else, Cindy, I just thought of, uh, and, and we can talk about a little bit more, but um, something that I think that would be a lot of fun is we want to get um, some of the students out there that maybe are listening to the show that are working with a, a professional. Um, we want to encourage you to either call in or, or, uh, or email us, uh, and we'll give those emails again uh, throughout the, the shows, uh, and, and contact us um, and let us know, as Cindy has suggested, um, some of the things that you would like to know, that maybe topics that you want us to, to cover that maybe we haven't covered yet or you would like us to revisit, um, you can do so by reaching out to um, either Cindy or myself at Cindy at CindyMillerGolf.com or myself at Ted.GolfTalkLive at gmail.com. And uh, we're going to be putting some things up here in, in the weeks to come on social media as well uh, to encourage you to, uh, to be more involved. And uh, we've got some great things uh, going to be happening out through the year. Uh, get in touch with Cindy Miller. Uh, not only if you're interested, there's still some spots available in uh, a couple of spots, I believe you said in February, and one left in April. If you're interested in uh, participating in, in Cindy Miller and Alan Miller's boot camp for Own Your Game, uh, or if you're interested in working with Cindy Miller, um, you can get in touch with her at Cindy at CindyMillerGolf.com. And of course, her website is CindyMillerGolf.com. Um, thank you, Cindy, as always. A, a great show. I'm looking forward to uh, another fantastic season here on the Women of Golf Show. And we want to take, uh, Cindy and I want to take this opportunity to really thank all of our uh, listeners uh, from around the world that tune into the broadcast each and every week. And we want to also uh, thank our very special guests that join us here uh, on the program each week. So thank you very much. And we look forward to you joining us again next week um, from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we'll be having uh, next week Kate Tempesta, who was supposed to be on uh, late last year, we ran into a technical issue, so we've res rescheduled her, and she'll be joining us next week, um, uh, the week before the PGA show. So thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. And, Cindy, as always, thank you. 
and uh, I'll be praying that you won't have too much more snow to shovel uh, this morning. Well, thanks, Ted. Have a great week. All right, you too. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.